Hey, Troy, good to see you. We're back on the Adrian Bow podcast. It's episode 107, coming to you, uh, you know, via Zoom with Adrian Bow and Troy Malcolm. How are you doing today, Troy? Really well, thanks, Adrian. Uh, thanks again for having me on the AB podcast. I uh, I look forward to this part of the, the week every week, and I know that you know, we do speak a lot, um, but, you know, having our normal just chit chat with an audience and uh, getting the messages and the feedback we do is, yeah, it's really quite nice. It's nice. I, I enjoy seeing some of the friends and relationships that we've developed over so many years uh, tune in every week because, you know, unfortunately, we don't get to speak to everyone that we want to as frequently as we do. But it's great to see that uh, we can still stay connected via Zoom and via, um, obviously, the, the podcast network. Absolutely. Look, it's just a great metaphor for where we're headed, I think, Troy, whether it's online auctions, Zoom coaching. You know, I've done over 20 sessions in the last seven days of Zoom coaching. and It's proven to be equally as effective, uh, in my opinion, as being, you know, in person with someone. So, yeah, I think it's something that probably will continue beyond uh, lockdown and beyond uh, the restrictions. But, you know, that face-to-face in some instances, especially EBU training, or, um, you know, mindset work sometimes can be uh, a lot more effective in person. But, uh, yeah, it's a really, really great way to connect with everyone. Thanks, for everyone, for their support. Um, you know, Troy and I, you know, love, love coming to you each week. And that brings me to we'll have to skip questions again this week because I was overwhelmed, Troy, with that post I put up yesterday. And I know you've had a lot of messages about it as well. So my, it was only a two-minute video, but it seemed to create a lot of um, interest and, and dialogue. So it might be a good idea to, to um, you know, double-click on that. Yeah, well, that's the thing, Adrian. Like, so I know that you're very proactive. You've embraced the, the change in technology and the new norm as we see it in regards to interacting with your clients, um, obviously pushing out a lot of social content. You always get a lot of feedback around your posts. But yesterday's post, actually, you said to me just before we started recording that you're absolutely overwhelmed because um, obviously given where we are right now, the circumstances that a lot of real estate professionals find themselves in is different it's very different Um, good bad indifferent a lot of people are seeing change and change is the only constant when we come to terms of where we're at uh, in regards to restrictions into the regards of auctions as you just mentioned in regards to the way that we just traditionally do business uh, and also Mm. in our personal lives now Adrian you um, posted something yesterday that not only I saw but obviously as you said a lot of people uh, resonated with and sent you feedback that it was about what does success look like for you and before you get into it I think there's a couple of layers here and that's why I want to do a deep dive and you know um, apologies for the people that did send the questions in this is really important and you mentioned it was only a two minute uh, post that you did but it's really important that we dive deep on this so AB what does success look like for you because I don't think it's just financial right yeah look I I felt compelled to, to post something about this Troy because there's just so much narrative dialogue and confusion really um, with this word called success now I get that it's it's subjective everyone's got their own opinion I totally understand that and I suppose for me I was really just providing what what success meant for me and if you asked me 10 20 years ago I, I, I may have had a different answer but you know after 50 years on the planet and 33 years in real estate what success to me wasn't just uh, about financial metrics. In fact, the three points that I mentioned 
didn't mention anything about financial or, or, or monetary metrics at all. So my first point was to be on purpose. And what I mean by being on purpose is really jumping out of bed every day, absolutely loving what you're doing and absolutely loving who you're working with and incrementally building something, whether it's a better version of yourself, whether it's building your business, whether it's building your brand, whether it's being in the, in the, in the relationship you want to be in. So this is not just about real estate. This is a holistic uh, um, metric, if you like, of success, which is being on purpose. You know, are you with the spouse that you that you want to be with? Are you working in the brand you want to be with? Um, are you feeling like you're you're making a change, not just within yourself incrementally on a daily basis, but 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 you know your stakeholders, whether that's clients, whether that's buyers, whether that's sellers, whether that's team members, whether that's colleagues, whether that's business partners whether that's family members, whether it's, you know, your spouse or partner, whatever it might be. So I think on purpose to me is, is very, very critical. And unless I feel on purpose, and, and you've heard me talk about it a lot, Troy, obviously because we've known each other a long time, unless I am on purpose, I, I can't function. You know, I, I need to have that, that purpose and, and have that laser beam focus around purpose. Um, otherwise, the rest really doesn't amount to much you know so it, it, it could sound strange that that's a metric for success but unless you've got that I just don't feel that you, you'll be able to achieve any other of your own subjective metrics whether they're financial or otherwise. Yeah and you know to use uh, a phrase that Ryan Holiday uh, and we both follow a lot of what Ryan does um, to use one of his phrases that he uses a lot is really kind of seeing past the wrapping paper. And so when you say success and purpose to people, when you say, oh, that guy's really successful, naturally it goes to that financial metric, but it's actually seeing past the wrapping paper and seeing what that looks like. And I think when you talk about living a life on purpose, it's sometimes hard for people to understand what their purpose is. Um, a lot of people, as we know, go through life and they don't really understand what their purpose is. Now, Adrian, over your career and over your life, like you said, you've had a lot of experience. And I would think that someone at the start of their journey in life and in real estate and in business in general may not know their purpose or their purpose right then may be very different to what it happens to be for you right now. So when people talk about that with you, do you get a sense that everyone's journey is slightly different and finding the purpose right now may be different in three to five years' time? Oh, there's, there's no doubt, Troy. Everyone has their own interpretation of success and everyone's purpose will be completely different, you know. Um, so if you're, if you're a parent, I'm sure that your, your main purpose is to be a great parent and to bring up, you know, a, 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 a child, you know, with really good values. Um, you know, if you're a business owner, um, and these are not mutually exclusive, they just, just could be different purposes for different um, um, areas of your life. But if you're a business owner, it could be that, you know, to, to, to create a, a brand that, you know, uh, creates a legacy and that everyone involved in that brand um, is, is benefiting from it, not just financially, but also culturally, spiritually, and that individually they're moving forward and they're being a better version of themselves and also they're providing incredible customer service to, to buyers, sellers, 
landlords and tenants, whoever that might be. So, yeah, absolutely, everyone's purpose is going to be different. Uh, but if we are isolating it to a business sense, I, I think that daily fulfilment mm-hmm. and daily harmony are two really important factors of being on purpose. Yeah, and I think the other thing is, Adrian, that we learned very early on in our careers, I think I learned from you uh, when you used to host a lot of sales meetings and training uh, when we were very closely working together. Uh, I think one of the key things I always remember is you used to say to everyone, just stop and ask yourself a question, is this actually going to help me move forward? And that resonated with me some 20 years ago. And I still think about that stuff today. If what I'm doing today is going to help me move forward, then let's continue. If it is a distraction, yep. how do you remove that and, you know, get back to your purpose? So even finding your purpose can be, um, like I said, somewhat different to what it will be in the future, but it's the right now that you need to be uh, at peace with, which is the next point, Adrian, that I know yeah. you mentioned in your post yesterday is, you know, at peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really critical one. Um, and I suppose this does come with tenure and age to a degree. It doesn't mean that you can't achieve it at the age of 25. It's just that for me, I've reached it at the age of 50, but I've seen you know a lot of people reach it um, a, a lot younger and also at different stages of their career. And, and peace might feel different in 10 years' time or, or 10 years ago, but there still needs to be a degree of peace if you're going to experience any degree of success. Now, what I mean by peace is not a sort of a Woodstock fluffy philosophical sort of feeling. Uh, It's more being comfortable in your skin. It's more ignoring the white noise. It's more about um, eliminating the commentary um, and also the the internal voice, the external voices, which are always going to exist, whether it's competitors or whether it's, you know, jealousy or whatever it might be, but also your internal voice, which is, probably in many occasions even more dangerous because that is the doubter and the seductor Um, and that's something you've got to work on every single day because our default response quite frankly is when we wake up that voice is constantly at us you know am I good enough Um, um, you know will, will I will I be able to get that listing you know am I being healthy enough am I the right partner you know um, so there's, there's all this doubt and seduction you know that that takes place so you know being at peace means dealing with the internal white noise and the external white noise and also um, you know just just feeling good in your own skin as well I think that's critical um, without that very hard to list real estate very hard to sell real estate very hard to make recommendations very hard to deal with complaints very hard to um, uh, peace buyers with sellers um, without without that sort of harmonious peace level you know within yourself yeah and the great news is for everyone that's listening to this episode um, there is so much information right now about um, you know keeping focus um, both internally and externally around what you need to do um, both in app version, both on YouTube and also just listening to other podcasts. It's such an important thing. And Adrian, I really believe that 10 minutes a day is 
what everyone deserves and needs um, to focus on this. And, you know, it might be breathing. We've seen a lot of breathing techniques. It might be just going to an app and, you know, focusing on your mind or, like you said, eliminating that white noise, but makes a huge difference. And I know that you and I are both big advocates of having uh, routines in our day and having those morning routines. And that is really where I find I get that focus and stillness to, to allow me to focus on the rest of the day and, you know, creating peace, uh, being content and also knowing that, you know, what you're doing uh, is really making a difference. The next part, yeah. Adrian, that you talk about a lot uh, and you mentioned in your post yesterday again is, you know, in rhythm. Can you explain mm. to everyone what that actually means? Yeah, so in rhythm means that you're in a really good space in terms of energy. Now, energy is both a physical thing and a psychological, uh, almost palpable um, type of aspect to, to your life. So, frankly, you know, being in rhythm is having the right frequency, having the right energy to deal with the many proactive and reactive uh, components to both life and to real estate which is, again, dealing with a buyer, dealing with a seller, putting a, a deal together, um, presenting an offer, conducting an auction, doing an open for inspection, showing a buyer through. Like if you don't have the right energy and you're not in the right rhythm, let me tell you that it's very infectious. Um, people can smell it. They can read it. Um, they can really use all their five senses to, to sense if, if your energy is right. Um, and frankly, you know, that energy almost without getting too philosophical, you need, you need to be on a similar frequency to the people that you're dealing with. Um, so I'm not suggesting, you know, that you, um, that, that, that you, you know, manipulate or manufacture any energy. It needs to be authentic and genuine, but we all have different levels and energy uh, um, levels and also frequency levels. So it's important you tap into what type of energy is appropriate, say, for a business meeting and then tap into what sort of energy is appropriate or what frequency is appropriate for dinner with your spouse, what energy is appropriate to uh, uh, bring into a, a business uh, partners meeting, for example, what's the right energy to bring into or the frequency to bring into a team with your EBU, for example, um, delivering an offer. So there, there's, there's different energies. And, and if you don't know what Troy and I are talking about, if you just go through those activities and pause and actually try and have your mind talk to your heart, you'll know what we're talking about because there is a frequency and there is an energy taking place there. You, you just may not be aware of it as yet, but if you pause momentarily during those activities, you'll be able to pick up on that energy and frequency and, frankly, you'll be able to replicate it and make, make sure that you deliver the appropriate frequency and the appropriate rhythm in the appropriate environment, Troy. Yeah, I always relate it back, Adrian, to something that we both love, which is auctioneering. And you think about the energy that you bring to an auction and even yeah. agents and support team members that are watching this episode, the energy and the persona then that you need to bring to an auction, the frequency that you're dealing with people is completely different uh, if you are in a negotiation one-on-one. So yeah. it has a lot of bravado and a lot of show and even open for inspections uh, when we can do those. And I know some of the country is starting to do those again. And I get great feedback for how nice it is to see multiple people through each home. But, you know, having that energy compared to a very quiet negotiation or if you're speaking to um, your spouse or partner or your child, 
um, it's a different tone. It's a different type of feeling. And people, you're right, people do sense it. It's amazing. You know, I always laugh about uh, an old colleague of ours that used to say to us all the time, your energy's off. And you'd look around being like, I don't know what you're talking about, but for whatever reason, there was a sense of vibration that wasn't working. So people can control that. And what the great thing is, Adrian, about energy and rhythm, they kind of go hand in hand, in my opinion, is that it doesn't take long for you to change your energy, your frequency, your rhythm. Um, it just takes a habit. And so when you can see yourself, and I know that, you know, we've done a lot of work with Dr. Fred Gross over the years, and we know some of those habits, the 10s, 25s, 50s, and 100s, that you can change uh, your rhythm, your energy, and your frequency quite quickly. Now, the prime example is, um, you know, he always used to say, close your eyes. And if you, you opened your eyes and you were a multimillionaire and you just won the lotto, uh, how does that change your energy and frequency and feeling? And, you know, it's completely different. So all of it comes within our thoughts. All of it comes within our energy and our frequency. I think we need to understand and where we need to develop skills for those that are listening to this is how do we balance that out how do we know what areas we need to bring the right energy the right frequency and create that rhythm to enable us to really get momentum and you know when you go back and talk about on purpose at peace in rhythm really is an easy way for people to understand how to make themselves really productive but really happy as well Absolutely, and a lot of people might be surprised that those three metrics don't include, you know, financial or monetary. But, but frankly, you know, the financial or monetary metrics are purely a byproduct of, in my opinion anyway, of being on purpose, at peace and in rhythm. And if you're following that pattern and that, that formula, then financially you'll, you'll benefit. There's absolutely no doubt about it. In fact... If you adopt an altruistic attitude, other people around you also will financially benefit. And, you know, you and I, Troy, you know, pride ourselves on our altruism. And, and I think that's critical because we love paying it forward. We love giving it back. We've been blessed in this industry, so we love being a blessing to others. And, you know, that's the abundance mentality that really everyone in the industry should be adopting. Yeah. And in contrast, Adrian, if you look at the other side, if you're just chasing the financial gain, you're probably not on purpose, you're probably not at peace, and you're probably not in rhythm. <laughs> so there's, there's, you know, if you yeah. look at the other side, uh, if you're just chasing money, it, it's not a great place to be. It is a byproduct of fulfilling those, uh, fulfilling those other areas of your life. Absolutely. Adrian, um, as we wrap up this episode, uh, we do have to cover off some questions next week. We've been delayed <laughs> two weeks in a row. Um, for those that uh, had a chance to not only listen to last episode um, with you and I, but also episode 106, Cousin Vlad, uh, a lot of great about <laughs> people finding, you know, the light side of that there. So we want to thank everyone for continuing to tune in to the Adrian Bow podcast. Uh, like Adrian said, we, we love doing this, um, you know, our, our, our whole uh, purpose is to give back and pay it forward. So, um, but we would ask everyone if that's possible, just to, to make sure you like and share and go on and comment and rate us five stars and all those things, because it does give us a little bit more currency. And we know the algorithm on iTunes and Spotify actually loves uh, that terminology and that's the way that it works and rates the podcast system. But um, Adrian, I, I've got to say, I'm blown away by the amount of feedback that you get on this podcast. I've been involved in a lot of podcasts and spoken on a lot of 
the podcast, both here in Australia and internationally. And um, you've got a very loyal, loyal group of followers uh, that really give you the realness uh, and not just about other things. So thank you, mate. Thank you for letting me be part of the podcast again this week. Uh, next week, we'll be back uh, again with another yep. great episode where we're going to cover off listener questions. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us, listeners, and we'll keep being uh, authentic and genuine, um, the same as your feedback is. So we really appreciate it. Thanks, Troy. See you guys.